0: What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you are tuned in to the kind of neat two-year anniversary episode extravaganza, otherwise just known as kind of neat. Thank you guys for tuning in for fucking two years straight, man. That's crazy. Our first episode, I think technically was like a week ago, two years ago. I think it was at the end of February. We did baths. Which is strange because I see Baz at the gym all the time now. We go to the same gym, and that's funny. And then uh, on March 7th of 2013, we released our first video with Chuck English. We've been going strong ever since. We started out with zero subscribers on a YouTube channel, and now we have 30,000 YouTube subscribers. That's so crazy. Last year, I remember checking in with you guys and telling you that we had 10,000, and now we have 30,000 Amazing growth. We're so happy next year. Fuck, we're shooting for the stars, man. Let's get a hundred thousand by next year. Uh, and really take this thing to wherever the hell it is going. First things first, follow me at It's Intuition. Follow my man behind the boards, Ben Shim, making the shit sound buttery at I Am Database. Database, thank you for fucking two years of hard work, man. I appreciate it. All of these episodes sound great. This man, he bends over backwards to get out free content to you guys and to make it sound good. So appreciative for all the work that Ben does. You can go to our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash that's kind of neat and subscribe, and you can watch all of the videos we've done to this point. Oh, did I tell you this, Ben, that now we have 54 videos up and we have 5.4 million plays. So if you do the math, do you know what that means? Our videos average 100,000 views. You guys that are turning into the YouTube channel have made it so that our YouTube videos average 100,000 views. So thank you, because that makes my emails sound that much tighter when I send emails to people and be like, oh, yeah, if you come on the show, you know, our videos average 100,000 views. It sounds super legit. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. If you're not already subscribed to the podcast, which you probably are because you're listening, uh, and if you're listening on a computer, you're doing it wrong, download that podcast app onto your iPhone or Android and search for Kind of Neat and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. <sighs> this week, we have on Sean for our two-year anniversary, which is pretty cool because she- she told me via email that she's never really done kind of like a a retrospective about her, her career and never really talked about the things that went wrong when she got signed and et cetera, et cetera. And I think we kind of delve into that. She has such – An interesting story. She's such a cool chick, has the wildest story. And if you've been following me for a while, we did do a podcast with her back in 2011 that has been somewhere lost in the deep bowels of the Internet, I'm sure. But I had a different style of doing interviews back then, and I think this is a much more solid interview. And it was just a great conversation in general. Similar to the Mr. Motherfucking Esquire episode where we kind of talk about like how everyone was trying to get – everyone was getting swooped up. Like labels were trying to swoop everybody up in 2010, 2011 – she was one of the main catalysts of that. Like people started getting swooped up because of internet buzz because Krayshan got swooped up. She's like the quintessential like internet buzz artist that got swooped up by the label. And then, you know, things went awry. And we talk about that. And I think it's a great conversation. And I think like the term Krayshawn has been able to be like a punchline for a little bit. And I think this really like does a good job of humanizing her again because you know she's led a really interesting life and she's a human being and like her situation was not something where it it didn't go as planned it's not like she planned to have what happened happen so i think this is a good way to like just hear the story and get it explained from her perspective and so hopefully you guys enjoy without any further ado this is my conversation with Sean. poop so that's like a big revelation for me well well what do they they do <laughs> what have you been up to
1: actually like too much like what i'm directing like four music videos this that's month fantastic. which is really awesome yeah yeah
0: and then what else
1: uh, i have a radio show on dash radio
0: how do people find that we'll get some plugs in first before we yeah, like, we'll really plug start. It up. yeah plug it up
1: it's kind of difficult to find is
0: it yeah well, what do you do
1: um you have to like go on this app and then go on the channel, so it's like a hundred channels and we're on one channel, so we're like we're a show on a channel that's on a station. So you kind of really gotta be smart to find it.
0: That sounds like radio inception or something. Yeah, it? it
1: is pretty hard.
0: So you can't just like Google search your radio show and listen to it?
1: No, we're we're working on archiving our stuff, but okay. with the SoundCloud, we can't play music, so we can't just upload a whole thing we have to put like three minute segments or just the interview with no like music in it because metadata and blah and money and And people will sue yeah
0: and your co-host chippy was chippy and she's still part of it it. but let's talk about let's talk about what happened to chippy former guest of kind of neat The only video that I ever had to turn the comments off on because people were using the B word too much and I hate to see. The
1: B word? I
0: hate when people call women bitches um, on YouTube. I just can't stand it. She's a bitch. They're like, oh, what the fuck is this bitch? I'm like, fuck you guys. So anyways, I couldn't play White Knight and defend every comment. So I just was like, fuck this. I turned the comments off. Anyway. Chippy was your co-host, and now she has been deported.
1: Yeah, she got deported. What happened? So she had a couple shows in Thailand and Japan, and she really wanted to go. And she was telling me, like we talked about, it and jokingly, she's like, "Oh, like I hope I can get back in." he <laughs> Yeah. Like she didn't make a big deal about it, but I guess deep down inside, she knew that she was going to have a problem getting oh, really? getting back in because she's been in America on expired visa for like god knows how long
0: really oh so this is like her first time out of the country in quite a while yeah oh fuck. and she
1: just had to she just went for it yeah and uh i don't know if the the reward like outweighed the risk yeah at this point but she's deported she's banned for five years so she can't visit she can only come to america with a current visa
0: yeah how long does the application process of that take
1: Well, she doesn't even have a reason to be here. Right. So she either has to have a company like Google or something like hire her. Wow. And prove that she's the only person who can do this job and sponsor her visa.
0: That's so crazy. Or get married. I guess like EDM rap star is like not applicable for a visa.
1: No, no, no. Well, I, actually, if she gets popping enough in Vancouver where she's deported to, yeah. that they'll grant her a visa. So yeah. if she gets like mad popping, and she, I mean, she's pretty much a- already there. She's yeah. just got to do the shows and stuff. Right, right. So hopefully she'll be back. So in then a she year. can like prove
0: that there's a desire to have her play shows in the States yeah. and then they'll let her back in? Yeah. That's so crazy. What a, what a random story. So now what
1: are you guys doing with the radio show then? Well, basically. She's just going to take care of, like, the technical stuff and producing and, like, oh, here's some topics to talk about. This is who you should interview. She'll contact them. She'll book them, tell them when and where. She's also going to edit and just help creating content. And plus, she can still voice i mean it's just a voice just
0: gotta call in yeah
1: it's not like a live show you know so she can still call in or upload clips of her talking on soundcloud you guys will
0: work it out because you're high tech people yeah Yeah. it'll
1: it'll translate it just i miss her i miss like sitting next to her and interviewing people it's like sucks to do it alone yeah
0: and it changes the whole chemistry of the show i'm sure but also that's just like one of your good friends yeah yeah that's a downer it is that is a bummer
1: i was really sad i believe it
0: i believe it that's terrible yeah i told you that this is kind of like a retrospective it's almost like uh, we just tell everybody's life story so i I just want to like dive into it like let's talk about like where you're from where'd you grow up
1: i was born (laughs) in a little basket (laughs) in san francisco floating down the river
0: no yeah Yeah, you're from the bay right how long have you been in l.a now
1: it's almost like five years now. Yeah, yeah, It's insane.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Time flies. Yeah. What was San Francisco like growing up?
1: Uh, well, yeah, I was born and raised in San Francisco for 10 years. Yeah. And San Francisco is the best city in the world. Like, I've been around the world, and I could I could pretty much say this with confidence. It is the best city in the world. And I lived everywhere from the Mission to the Fillmore to the Sunset, mm-hmm. just everywhere, the Tenderloin. And then... We ended up getting kicked out because of gentrification in 2000, the tech boom, you know? Right.
0: Like San Francisco is one of the most expensive cities to live in yeah. now, right?
1: It's more expensive than Manhattan.
0: That's so it's crazy. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys got pushed out. Where did you go?
1: Then we went to Oakland. To Oakland. Yeah.
0: Growing up in San Francisco, what was the attitude and the environment? What was it like there at that time in the 90s? Um, Was I just, it the 90s or was it the 2000s? No,
1: it was the 90s. Okay. I moved to Oakland in 2000.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I
1: grew up. In the '90s, yeah, yeah, it was really dope.
0: Yeah, yeah. What was the culture like? What did your mom do? What did your dad do?
1: When we moved out of the mission, my mom was like a gang banger. Like Shut <laughs> she up. was like in her like fake Chola phase. So that's kind of what I latched on to because I was like nine and eight and yeah. that's like really when you're more impressionable and you're getting kind of aware of like these are people well this is what people are into and
0: was the mission like a grimy place in San Francisco? yeah it really okay because I don't know the I don't know the geography of San Francisco yeah at all. The
1: mission was like the Mexican hood okay. you know and there was a lot of gang stuff going on but red, you guys red like, versus blue you, you know? guys are like
0: Russian though yeah yeah then how does your mom have a chola face I'll
1: show you a picture of her yeah. and you'll be like oh, okay because she's like got a darker complexion, yeah. black hair, green eyes. Yeah, yeah. Same makeup, wings. Yeah, so yeah. she definitely she was she was slaying the Cholula. She look.
0: knew how to like fit the role. Yeah, she fit it. Did she grow up around a lot of Mexicans? She grew up in LA. She grew up in LA. So
1: she grew up around a lot of what Mexicans. What part of LA
0: was she from, you know? Uh, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Somewhere. Not not anywhere like Compton. It was like We'll
0: say Whittier, she was from Whittier. Yeah. No, I'm scared. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, so how did Mom end up in San Francisco?
1: Okay, this is like – it's so crazy. This is like a life story. Yeah. My mom ran away from home when she was 14, 13 to San Francisco because my grandpa was like on crack or something. Wow. Yeah. Well, he was on speed. Yeah. Which just cracked? Everything's cracked to me. Yeah, it's yeah. He's cracked. He, he was, was a crackhead. Cr- he was
0: cracked out on that ice.
1: Yeah. So she ran away to San Francisco and just she was, was punk. He, rock.
0: Was he abusive? Was he like or no. just like drug? Just drugged he out? He just think, yeah. Yeah. Because well,
1: her mom, my mom's mom, died when she was two, so oh. she was raised by a single father. Yeah. Which is like who is raised by a single father? It's my insane. mom was
0: really. Yeah, my mom well, was raised yeah. by a single single father too. It's
1: crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. It really make it really changes like the way. I don't know, just the way you view motherhood. Absolutely. you don't get that, that example of, like, a mother. Yeah. So you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. Uh, it definitely had an effect on how my mom chose to raise us. Yeah. You know what I mean? So your mom's, like, a punk rock kid from L.A. and just, and just runs away to San yeah, Francisco. Yeah, she's,
1: like, punk scuzz, you know? Yeah. just like on the streets like i don't know so she
0: just like fucking hitchhiked to san francisco yeah pretty much wow and do you have you seen pictures of her back then yeah what is she like leather jacket spikes and shit or yeah
1: like leopard print with like plaid and she had like blonde dreads and shit like that so and
0: did i mean (laughs) i have a feeling the answer is no but like did she have any plan when she went to san francisco like what was she gonna do
1: i don't think so yeah
0: so what happens
1: um she gets pregnant with me at um, what age 16 she had me when she was 17
0: wow that's so young yeah and like what was the deal with uh, dad yeah
1: he was like so my dad is like at that time he was like the super coolest like hottest sexiest skateboarder nice so she like yeah she like hooked up with him and they were kind of like dating on and off type he's like a pro or what he wasn't pro, but no. he was like, I mean, it's like street skating, yeah. you know, so he was like a legend yeah. in street skating. He was like part of Jack's team. Which and that is, must
0: have been like right around the time that street skating was really coming yeah. into its own, you yeah. know, because like it was like vert went out of style and then boom. Yeah, it was like st-
1: 86 yeah. or something, wow. 87.
0: That's so tight. So they get pregnant and she decides to keep you. Thank goodness. Yes. And here, And what do they do? Do they ever like try to make it work
1: no there was no making it work pretty much she was too cool yeah and she was too young yeah and when you have a kid it's like you can't focus on a relationship you gotta like focus on the kids so right they didn't make it work and i've seen him i've only seen him like a couple times he's really erratic like alcoholic guy so she Uh, didn't even really want him around me anyway
0: How did you go about, like, seeing him when the times that you have seen him? Like, you always kind of, like, knew who he was, or was it, like, you had to search for him type of thing? It you know was—I
1: mean, I mean sometimes—I uh, mean, I remember there was this one time he was at the park, and my mom was like, that's your dad, like, go say hi.
0: Wow, just, like— re- Like, like how-
1: randomly ran into him, yeah. you know? And then— um, You were,
0: what, like, 9, 10 or something?
1: Maybe, yeah. Wow. But the most recent time yeah. is a pretty funny story. I was— I've like, I hadn't seen him in years, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm at this party at this like skate shop, and I'm like, what, 15? So I'm drinking, smoking, like having yeah. a good time with my friends, and I see this guy. And for some reason in my head, I'm like, that that's my dad. Yeah. I've never really seen pictures of him, but I had this feeling. So I went up to him because I was really drunk. And I was like, hey, like, are, are you my dad? And he was like, uh, depends, who's your mom? And I'm <laughs> like, Elka. Yeah. And Elka is, like, a crazy name. Yeah. He's like, Elka, which Elka? Elka who? Oh, sh- and I'm like, ugh. So I just run away. I'm just like, ah. Yeah. I run away. And so I'm with my friends. He starts coming around me, putting his arm around me like, this is my daughter. And he's shit-faced. Wow. And it's a party full of teenagers. And yeah, he's yeah. there. I mean, he's a wreck.
0: So it's, like, kind of just burnout shit.
1: Way burnt out. Yeah. So it was just really fun freaking weird and that's and, the last time
0: you saw him yeah Ten and every, years ago. everyone's
1: like that's your dad i'm like no it's like my mom's friend he's like my uncle it's he's my, like a friend of a friend donor. like yeah. he's not my dad you know but.
0: wow so you've not <laughs> had the desire to like reach out since
1: uh, I, I found him on facebook but meh
0: Yeah. Eh. Is there any part of you kind of like missing that makes it hard? Here's the thing is I have a – like I feel like everybody has fucking dad issues to some degree or extreme. I definitely have my own dad issues and I notice like the way I deal with people, sometimes I go, oh – like this is because of your fucking dad issues that you're yeah. doing this. Do you ever catch yourself doing? That? I
1: think I have way more issues from like way more worse traumatic things than yeah. like my dad. I mean, I probably would have had a way shittier life if my dad was a part of it. Right. Honestly. It's almost like a
0: blessing in disguise yeah. that 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 kind of chaos wasn't there. Yeah. That's that's a, a silver lining, I suppose. True. Yeah. yeah. So your mom's seventeen and and has you. Like, how does she survive? What does she do?
1: Wow. Well, welfare the city? Yeah. projects. Yeah. Housing. Was, and is, all just the, two of,
0: is all the always just the two of you?
1: Yeah.
0: Did she have jobs, like, waitressing or something? Like, what was she yeah, doing? Yeah, she
1: would work. Yeah. And, um, well, she was, like, I don't know if you know, but she's, like, a punk rock legend, too.
0: Oh, I did not. I I think, okay, so, uh, full transparency, we did one of these, uh, like, four or five years ago. Yeah. And I know that I learned this stuff, kind of, but yeah. we didn't go too deep into it. So I do remember, like, yes, your mom is a punk rock legend, but, like, okay, let's tell the story of that, because that's amazing. Yeah. And I, don't, and I didn't remember
1: I mean, she'd always did music, yeah. but I don't really remember, like, when, like, her band, The Trash Woman, like, uh-huh. it was, like, her main band that really took, her off, took off. Yeah, or I don't really remember, like, how old I was, but I was definitely born already when she formed in the band. Yeah. And, um, what am I talking about?
0: Just about your She's mom being cool. a fucking yeah, legend, she, dude. What did she play?
1: Well, it was the surf Surf punk band Yeah So it was like Weird punk adaptations Of like surf music Okay And she played lead guitar
0: So they're doing like Dick Dale songs But like fucking Punk rock yeah, versions Yeah
1: like Like all that That's shit That's tight it So really she cool. was
0: lead guitar? Yeah that, And she, did she was, Did they sing as well? Was she yeah she,
1: she did vocals And, and she so, wrote the, All the songs Yeah and-
0: So was there touring with that? Were you guys touring? Yeah and, they toured And were you traveling with her? No No what would you do?
1: I would stay behind
0: with who? Uh, who became her support system? Since her parent, was her mom was passed. Her dad was down in LA doing God knows yeah. what. Like, who, what became the support system? Your extended family?
1: Like uh, roommates. Her roommates, because we had rent rooms. Like yeah. roommates or her boyfriend at the time. And, yeah. Yeah. So
0: she never got remarried. Just had a boyfriend, or what?
1: Yeah. No, she didn't. She didn't get married until I was like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah.
0: But the boyfriends were always cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, for the most part, yeah.
0: For the most part. Yeah. I mean, were there any boyfriends that weren't, for the most part, fucking cool guys? And what were they about?
1: Um, You know, like, there were always guys that I didn't like. But they it always ended up they were ending, like, they were shitty to her.
0: Oh, yeah. You know,
1: like, I never really had, like, a... Well, the guy she got married to was, like, I didn't really like him. Yeah. We butted heads, and he was staying with us for, like... I don't know for how long he moved in. Yeah. And I went on MySpace and I posted this bulletin like, my mom's new boyfriend's a faggot. (laughs) And he's just lays in bed smoking cigarettes in his boxers. And I was just like ripping him apart. And he ended up, he friended me on a secret account. So he saw the post and it turned into this whole thing and they moved out. And my grandpa was up here. So I ended up staying with him because my grandpa, he moved up here at some point.
0: Uh, to San to help my mom, yeah. So did he clean up his act
1: then? Uh, yeah, he got sober when I was like eight. Oh, okay. nine. All right. Yeah.
0: Okay, cool. So yeah. you fucking got catfished by your mom's boyfriend. Yeah. That's so and crazy. And it turned
1: into a whole thing and it was a mess.
0: That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so they move out. Where do they go?
1: Um. She moved out and got an apartment with him. And, and you I stuck stayed with Grandpa. Yeah, I stayed behind with Pop Pop.
0: How old were you at that point? Is that 15?
1: 15, 14.
0: So at 15, you're already like rebellious, just
1: rebelling. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Just fucking rock on. Yeah. I was out there. Yeah. Well, let's go even earlier that like what were you when you start going to school like were you rebellious from like the time you get into school or or were you a a diligent student
1: i was like class clown yeah like that was my my gig i was like the weird girl but like wasn't scared to like fight but wasn't like starting fights. I was always cool. Yeah. I moved school so much. I think in elementary school, I had to have gone to like seven different elementary schools.
0: Right. So that makes you as a coping mechanism, you learn how to be very personable. Yeah. yeah. I would just
1: be like, what's up, new girl? Yeah. Holla. Like, yeah, yeah. It was, I was always cool.
0: Right. Is <laughs> you, were you always kind of like wearing outlandish clothes to get attention, et cetera, et cetera, like bright stuff, fashion trendsetter yeah, type of Yeah, I would
1: steal my mom's clothes. Like yeah. she would have shirts that had been like 100% bitch and i would just like wear that to school and, yeah. and like unzip it and be like look girls look at my shirt they're Swahag. like
0: cool yeah yeah your music tastes must have been like very forward thinking for your age too because i'm sure your mom had to like be putting you on account oh, all kinds yeah. of crazy bands and shit huh
1: yeah i always like reference this is like a good reference of like how insane my music taste was yeah. but i was nine years old and my mom is straight slapping cool keith sex style the CD. I yeah. actually got the CD for her for her birthday because wow. she had it on tape, Yeah. and I got her the CD. Wow. And I was nine, yeah. so I'm nine years old. I'm walking into like Amoeba and buying, buying cool Sex Style.
0: Thing. That's so
1: funny. And they're looking at me like, "Are you sure you want this?" My mom's in the car. I'm like, "Yes."
0: <laughs> my and mom. now, and now I listen
1: to it. it, and I'm like, "Yo."
0: Yeah, I should not what? have. What? Yeah. But at at, at age <laughs> like, nine, what? all of that stuff probably made zero sense. You I know? know.
1: I remember listening to it and be like, "Put a lollipop in your ass." It's like, <laughs> wow, it's <that's> kind of weird. <laughs> like,
0: Can you taste it when it's in there? I don't yeah. understand.
1: Okay, cool. Lollipops. Yeah. I like lollipops.
0: That's so funny. <laughs> when you're growing up in San Francisco, do you just have like a lot of freedoms that that like maybe country kids don't have? Being a city kid, where you like all just taking the Bart wherever the fuck you wanted and shit.
1: Um. No, I didn't really. No. No? I was just, like, play out on the porch or yeah. play out in front of the house. When do
0: you start roaming away from the porch in the backyard?
1: Um, It was when I was, like, 11. I had moved to Oakland, and it was, like, a very serious step program. It was, like... First, because when I moved to Oakland, I lived in this neighborhood. It was full of kids. There was, like, at least 12 kids my age yeah. on the same street. I lived in an alley. We would just play outside all day. Yeah. Like, my my childhood at that point and was, like, amazing.
0: When you guys moved to Oakland, it was because of the gentrification? Yeah. Okay, so you go to Oakland, and there's just tons of kids. Yeah. And, and so now you, you feel like you're home now. Now
1: like- I feel like, yeah, I can go out. I can roam around in the city. Everything's, like, yeah. you know, you, you don't just, like walk down the street by yourself right, in right. San Francisco. right.
0: So now you have all your buddies that yeah. are like the same age as you and you yeah. guys are fucking around in the alley and yeah. shit. And then, uh, yeah, so did that did that finally feel like maybe uh, the first time that everything yeah. kind of felt normal? And yeah, like for sure. That you were going to be there for a while?
1: Yeah, I lived, I lived in that house for at least like six years. And before that, I never lived in a place longer than like a couple years yeah. or went to the same school, all of middle school. And that was crazy because elementary school, I went to, like, seven elementary schools. So I definitely got to, like, put my roots down in Oakland and in the Well, and that's great because it's
0: a formative time, too. Like, you know, age... 12 13 14 like those yeah. those are the years that like really make you the human being that you are as an adult I feel like yeah, for you, sure. you still keep in contact with kids from that neighborhood.
1: Yeah, yeah, my best friend like I grew up with her She like we lived together basically our whole childhood. Yeah. And we're still best friends. My neighbor. We're still friends. Yeah, it's cool
0: That's dope. So, okay So by the time you're 15 you're talking about you're out at skate parties getting drunk and shit When, yeah. do, when do you first start getting drunk? Like when do you first start being a wild little girl?
1: uh like seventh grade
0: yeah what happens i
1: met this girl delilah and she was like my main corrupter she um was like let's get some weed let's smoke weed i'm like okay yeah and my mom's boyfriend at the time was like weed head Uh and i would like steal his weed i stole my mom's weed pipe
0: that's so funny and i was like
1: what's up yeah glass or metal it was glass.
0: Really? Yeah, we used to always smoke out of metal pipes, and I'm like, "What were we thinking, man?" She Sonders?
1: knew it was me too. She was pissed.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> what was your what was your first time getting high like? Did you get stoned? <laughs>
1: Um. Yeah, we got really, really stoned and like went to class like right after. Yeah. And I remember I had this like caramel chewy candy. Yeah. And I had it in my mouth and my teeth got stuck together. Oh shit! And the teacher calls on me and I'm stoned and my mouth is stuck closed and I'm just dying laughing with my mouth like. <laughs> and he was like, "Yo, get the fuck out of this class oh right my now!"
0: God, that's so funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. I remember the first time I smoked weed was, like, with my cousin in Southern California. I was on vacation, and I don't think that I really – you know, they always say, like, your first time you don't get high. I think I got high, but I didn't get, like, really high. And then then after – when I got back uh, to Alaska from vacation, I had gotten my driver's license a few months after that, I think. uh And I smoked weed again with my friends and I was like, I, can't
1: I was, a, I was a late
0: bloomer, 16. I'm smoking, but yeah, yeah, no, like I smoked weed and then, uh, I was like, oh, it'll be fine. Cause I remember what it was like last time I was high yeah. and no. then I got really fucking high and I ended up driving back onto an air force base and you have to go through like a fucking security gate. And I just remember like freaking out like oh my god dude we're gonna be fucked we're oh so my fucked god.
1: and alaska is not lenient about no weed yeah, well <laughs> now
0: they are they're le- they legalized yeah, it but yeah, back no. then they were not but yeah so anyways i just dry snitched on myself but that was i got on base fine and it was perfect but getting high i uh, used to love it used to love it so what do you uh <laughs> That was my reminiscing for the moment. We're
1: going to blaze it after this. I don't
0: smoke anymore. No, we're going
1: to blaze it.
0: Romo will smoke with you. Uh, true, uh, Romo
1: does smoke Romo's now. about
0: that life. <laughs> uh, what's, uh, so Delilah is just making you a fucking juvenile delinquent?
1: Yeah, she did.
0: Has that become your road dog for a couple years? Yeah, or yeah. Was uh, your first time drinking soon thereafter? Yeah, with her. Yeah? How we, was you that? You know, it's
1: funny. We actually... My first time drinking was drinking those, like, chocolates with the alcohol in it.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. She, for
1: some reason, she had, like, a bag of, like, 30 of them. Really? And we just knocked them back.
0: That's so funny. And you guys have faded? Yeah. Oh, I feel like getting drunk off a bunch of chocolates would just be stomach-churning. Yeah. So then, when do boys become a thing? Were you, like, boy crazy?
1: Um. Yeah, I think... It's like literally Delilah was my corrupter. She, 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 I mean, corrupting. She opened up my life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She opened me up to things that who knows if I would have sheltered myself from these things and I probably would have like went too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Later on. In later life, on. Right. You get know? it out of the
0: way early. What's yeah. Delilah up to nowadays?
1: Dude, I've, I literally search for her. Yeah. I search, I ask my old friends, I go on the internet. I, I do it all the time. I have I can't good news find for you.
0: Delilah is a huge fan of the show. so Deli- And she's no, here no, right now? <laughs> How great would that be? This is your life, Gray-Jean. Oh here my she God. Is. No, yeah. I
1: lost contact with her. Um, I went to Job Corps.
0: Yeah, what's Job Corps? Job
1: Corps is like a government program that you go when you're like homeless and have no money.
0: What? Wow. Yeah.
1: And it's like a program from like 15 to 20 five i think yeah and basically you live there for free they feed you for free and they give you job training for free and when you graduate you get money yeah to start your life get an apartment whatever a car you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so i joined that program with her at what age uh 16 i think
0: oh wow so quick
1: yeah everything just went downhill pretty quick
0: (laughs) So you dropped out of high school?
1: Yeah, I dropped out sophomore sophomore year.
0: Well, so wait, let's... Okay, before we get the job course, so you're, you're partying with Delilah and shit, and is it is it just like you guys start skipping school constantly? Yeah, or? we
1: started doing ecstasy.
0: Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so you started doing ecstasy really quick, and what do you guys do? Like, just ditch school and go walk around on ecstasy, or what were you yeah. guys doing? Yeah.
1: Walk around on ecstasy, uh, go to raves at night, yeah. and... Um, started selling ecstasy wow i started selling fake rave tickets
0: okay so you had your hustles yeah and so mom had already moved out with her boyfriend at this point because it yeah. was post myspace you
1: know he was the next crackhead he doesn't give a shit yeah. he doesn't care i mean yeah. he loves me and he cares and he's there and he was like there but I par- love p-
0: part of him probably was like it's cool Yeah. He under
1: he knew I was on ecstasy, but it's like ecstasy. You know, it's not like I'm on meth. So he wasn't like he was just like you need to stop that shit.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. He's like, take it for me, kid. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So, were you becoming part of like the underground culture scene in in San Francisco, where you're like maybe unknowingly making connections with people because of your side hustles with raves and with the drug and drugs and stuff like that, Were you running into people that later became influencers or something?
1: I don't know. Is that, is that I was a- just on drugs. A- <laughs> I mean, I was like, I was in the ghetto, I was in the hood, yeah. and when I first started doing ecstasy, nobody. understood me like everyone was like what are you asian like what are you raver and i was just like i don't know i'm just like fizzing like i'm stunned like and um yeah then everything went to shit and delilah ended up getting sent to mexico because she got caught on ecstasy because she tried to like run away with her boyfriend and went missing and her parents were like fuck you gotta get the hell out of here we're sending you to mexico she went to mexico for like a couple months and I so was
0: delilah was a mexican girl is that what i'm yeah. saying okay cool i didn't know i was picturing a white girl delilah seems like the no. whitest lily name ever
1: delilah delilah sarabia if you're out there you're listening <laughs> hit me Ho- up
0: holler at us <laughs> yeah hit call a, in hit us on the 800 of her. so S- she gets sent to mexico are, are you, are you are really heart wrong. are you
1: heartbroken i was lost yeah i really was lost and Somehow we worked out this agreement with her mom where she would—her mom would let her come back up if she joined Job Corps.
0: Oh, okay. And then
1: I joined Job Corps and met her there. So
0: you guys joined Job Corps together?
1: Well, she got there before me, and she made a boyfriend.
0: She made a boyfriend She out of clay or what? Yeah, she made
1: a boyfriend— I mean, it's like when your best friend gets a boyfriend, it's like a meme. It's like, oh, when your best friend gets a yeah. boyfriend. Blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah, it doesn't work.
0: So you you Job Corps and then you're like kicking yourself for it because now Delilah's preoccupied with fucking her boyfriend and everything
1: yeah. went to shit. There's so many down. Like everything just goes goes to shit at some well, point. Well, life is
0: a roller coaster. It you is. know, You got to have the downs to have the ups. I just yeah. wrote a Hallmark card for us, but that's OK. Yeah. Where's Job Corps? Where is it? Where did you go?
1: It's on Treasure Island, which is an island between San Francisco and Oakland. Okay. And it's an old army base, but now they use it for, like, Job Corps and, like, um, what's those things when you, like, are on drugs and then you, like, don't... Scared
0: straight? No, like...
1: What is it? De- not De- Oh, rehab. Rehab, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they don't sell cigarettes or alcohol on the island.
0: Is there an economy on the island? Like, are there people, like, normal people that yeah, are in Job Corps that live there? Yeah, there's people who live there, yeah. Okay. It's and a
1: really weird place.
0: So you go to Job Corps, and what, they put you in a dormitory or something? Yeah. And how is it?
1: It's, like, insane because everyone is basically court-appointed to go there. Like, a judge so is, like— So it's like a
0: bunch of degenerate kids. Yeah. And you chose to go.
1: I mean, oh, no. I didn't have a choice. Okay. My grandpa moved to L.A. Oh, My mom was out the house. And this moment, I remember this moment all the time. It's like a movie. Like yeah. my grandpa gets picked up to like drive to L.A. My mom came to say bye to Pop Pop. Yeah. And then everyone drives away and I'm on the porch of like, the wh- old house. What do I do? And I'm sitting here and I was like, nobody knows where I'm going. Nobody asked where I'm going. Holy shit. It was so like, and to me right now it still makes zero sense.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. Well, and, I mean, did you have a key to like get back in the house? Oh, no,
1: it was just that like, was it. yeah,
0: that's fucking crazy. It was so weird. Yeah. So
1: then I, st- I stayed with me nasty Okay. because we formed a friendship when I was like 15, 16. Yeah. So she was like, come stay with me.
0: Yeah. How and did you meet her? You guys went to school together? Or I
1: dated her cousin. Okay. And her cousin went to jail Uh huh and then she called me and said that i corrupted him because at the time i was selling ecstasy yeah and he got in trouble with what did he do
0: was he much older than you
1: no he was the same same age age. and um she called me up and was like bitch you fucking like got my cousin in trouble like you corrupted him like he was a nice boy before he met you bitch like i'll fight you bitch and she's going crazy on me right yeah and he's half black so i'm thinking like there's this black girl she's screaming at me she wants to fight me so i'm like bitch meet me here at my house i will be here at this day like come fight me blah 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 i talked to my boyfriend i'm like why is this girl vanessa your cousin he's like oh don't don't mind her She's pregnant she's eight months pregnant (laughs) talk about she gonna fight me so i ended up meeting her and she's like i mean she's so cool Uh, and when i seen her i was like what you're so cool like, yeah, yeah. you're huge and pregnant and you're like this white girl and you like threaten to beat my ass And yeah. she's just wearing like a wife beater yeah. and like jeans with like a shoelace as her belt because yeah. she's just like yeah, yeah, massively yeah. pregnant right right it's really cool.
0: That's so funny. Yeah. And, so, and so you were just like intoxicated with her and we're like, I want to be your friend. I don't want to fight you.
1: Yeah. How did she, she take that? I mean, because she, she that's how she is. She's yeah. a shit talker. Yeah. I, I, you know, you could just have her call anyone to talk shit yeah. or fight someone. Like she's a muscle. Yeah. So when we met each other, like we both understood, oh, she's like, I was just saying that because that's my cousin, yeah. you know, he was in jail and I'm just mad, you know, yeah. and I'm like, okay.
0: How long is it till you move in with her then?
1: At I mean, maybe a couple months or something yeah. like that.
0: Well, where were you staying in the, in the interim, like, of that time? Just couch surfing?
1: Um, well, I was staying at my aunt's house. Okay. And she is an old friend of my mom, so she's my aunt.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And, um, Every
0: family has those? Yeah, I was yeah. staying
1: with her, and she had a son. And uh-huh. I was staying there and taking him to school, picking him up from school, like, babysitting him, nannying. And yeah. Then she ended up kicking me out because she found a condom. Which wasn't mine. Yeah. Like, I still to this day, I'm like, I don't know. Like, you must be like making stuff up or found one of your old condoms. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, like a used one?
1: I don't know. Oh. I wouldn't even know because I never had sex yeah, in that Yeah, because, like, oh, well, I'm the so. same way. Like,
0: what the fuck is a condom? I don't know.
1: Oh, Wait, God. what? Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's not safe.
0: <laughs> it is not safe. You are right. Yeah, so you're staying with your aunt,
1: she kicks she me kicks out. You out. Then I go to V Nasty's. Nasty's. Then from V Nasty's, I go to Job Corps.
0: What was the thing where like you decided to go to Jockwork just because of Delilah, or was it like a court-appointed thing? Or no?
1: We we just I mean I didn't have anywhere to live and I was staying with Vanessa and you know like where she was in her life wasn't really where I wanted to be. Yeah, because she had a kid and she was like I don't know she didn't really have a goal at that point. No one had a goal at that point. We were sixteen. Your kids, you know.
0: Oh, you guys are the same age though. Uh yeah I think yeah. Yeah,
1: Everyone's the same age as me and my – I'm looking around the room and it's like everybody in the room is the same age as me. I have no perception of age.
0: And I feel you. As Aaliyah would say, age is just a number.
1: True. <laughs>
0: so, so is Job Corps like a place where they tell you to go get your act clean but really you just learn how to be a better criminal yeah. like, like juvenile detention centers yeah. and shit? Yeah. So you go there. A lot there. of sex. Sex yeah. in the
1: grass was the thing.
0: Sex in the grass. That so did was the, like bo- a the thing. boys and the girls had different dormitories or yeah. what? But you guys would just sneak out. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell us some fucking job corps stories. Job I'm core interested. Stories. I'm just interested um, in what it is. Even.
1: Well, it's like yeah, Treasure Island. It's like between right. its island. Yeah. And they have these beaches. Yeah. And we would all go to the beach on our downtime after school and before bed. You had like six hours to do whatever. Uh huh. Some people would take the bus to San Francisco and some people would just hang out on the island Yeah, and we would go down to the beaches and get like a bottle of e yeah. from the city uh-huh. and just get wasted on the beach. And like when I tell you, it was like I'm going to cry. Like you're right underneath the Bay Bridge. Yeah. It's like right here uh-huh. and the fucking sun is setting right. and you're on this like fucking beach that nobody ever steps on. It's like no one goes to Treasure Island Uh and you're just like wasted and you're 16 and you're with like this the hottest guy in Job Corps and like
0: He's 16 he's already got face tats and shit. Oh
1: it's like (laughs) so awesome man like Job Corps really was a good choice for my life because i did i i graduated my program uh-huh. and i got my ged and they gave me a thousand dollars and what, i got what my was your like
0: what were you training to do like if, it, if they're teaching you to do a job facility
1: like, maintenance was my trade
0: what does that mean like plumbing toilets
1: yeah pretty much yeah. plumbing toilets fixing windows yeah. i don't know taping holes so up, they trained I you to like
0: be a custodian kind yeah. of really
1: well so this is the funny thing about job corps yeah each trade is like a gang
0: uh-huh. because oh. it,
1: everything turns into yeah. like a real gang, yeah. and the biggest gang you can join is facility maintenance or cement macing. Oh Those are the two biggest trades. Because and the those cement the-
0: masons are obviously like the Illuminati because like they're masons and shit. Yeah. No. Okay. No. Okay.
1: No, but they were they were CMB cement mason boys. So, so wow. cement masons they were like CMB. They would have rumbles. Wow. Like they would literally like beef Story with it because you're show? wearing colors. Yeah. You're wearing your, your uniforms, yeah. you know? So Delilah's boyfriend was like the the biggest. He sold weed on yeah. the island. One of the only people who sold weed on the island. And so he was like the coolest guy. He was like, join you know, facility maintenance, be, be in my gang. Yeah. And I got you. And yeah. I was like, yeah.
0: That's so crazy. <laughs> what were there? Were there like other smaller gangs? Was it like, oh, man, if you're going into hotel management, your gang is really pussies.
1: Well, nursing, there was nursing. All and
0: Filipinos. All
1: All bitches. Just yeah. all females. And yeah. they were hard. Yeah. They were hard, too.
0: Damn, that's crazy. That's so interesting that yeah. like your career ja- became a gang.
1: Yeah, jail jail culture definitely like adapted to that yeah. job core program. That's
0: interesting. So you graduate your job core, and how old are you at this point? Seventeen. Seventeen, yeah. Seventeen, and they they say, okay, you're fucking free. Here's a thousand dollars. Go be a facility manager. Yep. And what do you do?
1: I got my first apartment
0: by on your own at uh, seventeen. Seventeen. With the Under age. With
1: thousand dollars, I moved into a little like the worst place it was like this it was like this it literally oh, you're trying the to say wor- this
0: room is small is that what you're saying yeah no, the studio room is tiny it's tiny i
1: mean it's a studio it's not a house yeah yeah,
0: for <laughs> sure we're in probably like about a nine by nine room yeah yeah so it was about this size yeah and how much were you paying a month do you remember
1: i think it was like 750 in something. In oakland or yeah right?
0: that's expensive for a room this size I well feel i like.
1: had a bathroom and a kitchen yeah
0: yeah wow and, and you're 17 and do you get a job
1: yeah i started working at ikea
0: being the facilities manager no i was I was,
1: I was in cou- living room sales Li- okay. couches yeah At entertainment IKEA. centers
0: were you already getting tattooed at this point
1: yeah How- i got my first tattoo when i was 15
0: what What, what was your first one
1: it was the uh, ice cream cone on my neck oh right yeah here, yeah
0: wow you just went straight for the neck you're like yeah. fuck it i don't i don't ever want to really be have a real job
1: i thought that that was going to be the easiest one to hide because i just put hair. my hair like this oh
0: right 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 that so, makes sense yeah yeah, that's what I, I was like, oh, my first tattoo is going to be actually a full um, skull piece because I used to have onion. such on my head because I just had so much hair. And I was like, Wait, what? thank God I didn't do, do that. Do you
1: shave your head? Or? Yeah, because
0: I went bald. But I mean, I, I used to have oh. beautiful hair. And so I was like, oh, if I get a tattoo on my head, it will just always be able to cover it. Thank God I didn't make that decision. Have you ever
1: waxed your head?
0: No no. I don't know one if time, that's a thing. One time a girlfriend waxed my back and we used really cheap wax from like Target or something and my back broke. I never get back knee. My back broke oh out so God. fucking bad that I like almost went to the doctor. It was terrible. I was did like, Did she you... do
1: the whole back or it was just like one strip and she was like uh, No, Well no. no,
0: she did the whole back. I mean I guess oh I guess God. you're supposed <laughs> to like, well not my whole back. My whole back doesn't grow hair. I have like two like mutton traps on my back.
1: <laughs> I have to see this.
0: I'll show you. I don't give a fuck. I have to see it. Not right now but I'll show you. I'm
1: really interested in back hair because I've never dated a guy who had like back oh hair.
0: I'm fucking it's heads and so I'm hairy as shit just run I'm, my I'm fingers just through Italian your back you know hair. it is what it is <laughs> anyway we'll get off my back waxing so you're at Ikea <laughs> You're at Ikea, and like, what are your goals at this point? Just like, I want to live month to month, or like. Dude,
1: wh- Ikea was a fucking dope job. I, I it. love Ikea.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's my happy place. I love going there.
0: Did you get the ill discounts? It. So, like, your studio apartment actually looked like a mansion from the inside because you had all this smart furniture? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I knew, like, all the little cheats to make a little place bigger. Yeah, and- yeah. Yeah.
0: Did you have a bunk bed? (laughs) You're like, I put 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 my bed in a loft. I
1: put my bed in the closet and put put Ah, curtains.
0: Yeah. So it's like a Murphy bed? Yeah.
1: And then I got a roommate too. Mm. So we were sharing this. In one room? Yeah.
0: That's crazy. It was really cool. She was 17 as well or what?
1: I think she might have been a couple years older.
0: Yeah. Yeah. At this point, are you starting to like tap into your creative
1: side? Yeah, I'm crazy. Story I met this guy named Amalio in the film where we just walking around me and my friend Avion. Yeah, and we meet him, and then we just started. All start of your friends out. sound
0: like backup dancers, like they all have names, like they were in B2K at one point. Yeah, but go ahead, much. proceed. <laughs>
1: so i meet him and he's a mentally creative i mean he's always painting mm-hmm. and he would come to my house and we would just get really stoned and just paint and mm-hmm. he worked at a wood workshop mm-hmm. so he'd come through with these big ass pieces of wood and we would just paint them all day we would burn them and mm-hmm. do all kinds of art and then i got i saved enough money to get a laptop mm-hmm. and i got my first macbook and psh, that's when everything were changed. Were you like
0: w- really out here on the internet from like da- from like Jump?
1: Yeah, MySpace. I was popping on MySpace. Were you popping on MySpace? Yeah. What were
0: you doing on MySpace?
1: Uh just being cute, I don't know. Yeah,
0: j- like that's the thing. There was like this big MySpace culture of just like being cute and putting like little shiny stars all yeah, over your pictures th- and yeah, shit was that, was that you me. so you had like gazillions of myspace friends yeah or- I would,
1: i'd post my poetry that was my thing i would write these poetry myspace bulletins yeah and-
0: did you have like the scene haircut back then and shit where it was no, like was all chola com- oh was, was you're chola. chola yeah okay
1: my, my myspace name was payasita
0: wow yeah. how many friends did you have do you remember
1: dude i don't remember but like my my boyfriend at the time he like got really jealous and deleted them all and like changed uh-huh. my name to like I suck dick or something. It was trash.
0: Wow. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so I had to put the the MySpace celebrity behind yeah. and let that go.
0: That's funny. So you get your first MacBook, and what do you start doing with it?
1: Um, learning how to make beats yeah. and rapping. And what did you
0: download? Like what programs? GarageBand. Oh, you're just using GarageBand. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, what were your steps in learning to make beats? Were you making sample-based beats or just like presets that were in there? Uh,
1: well, it's crazy because me and my friend Avion – so my mom had a boyfriend when I was like – Ten to thirteen yeah. or twelve he was a Dj producer rapper he had all the equipment he it was had, actually
0: too short yeah it's too short yeah oh no I'm no yeah.
1: uh he had techniques he had mics boards and yeah. me and avion would stay up all night making beats on acid the program acid
0: yeah I, that was the first thing yeah. I ever recorded to was acid yeah. There was actually uh, Romo saying he, him too, acid. I used to actually like go on the Acid Pro boards, like they had forums, and I would like oh, post really? my music on the Acid Pro yeah. boards back in the you know early two thousands.
1: Yeah, same. Yeah. yeah so. so we we you might have like maybe we listened, beefed. Yeah.
0: There. I, oh, do you want to hear a fucking very rare story that yeah. I, I'm to this day I always wonder – there is actually a guy on the Acid Pro forums that I, like, battled a couple of times. Like,
1: rap battle? Yeah, like,
0: rap battle. But his name was David Banner. And I've always wondered. Uh, he went It is
1: definitely David he Banner. He went by
0: Dr. David Banner. It's
1: definitely David Banner.
0: I, and I was always like, was it David Banner? Because it Just sucked. Just tweet
1: him and ask him. Back
0: then, it really fucking sucked. But, like, he's so tight now that I'm like, oh, I don't know if it could be the same it guy. It probably is. But anyway, how weird is that?
1: It probably was him.
0: Maybe. Maybe I should tweet at him. I'm going to hit him up. David Banner, if you're hollering, hit us on the 800 line. <laughs> He's no. definitely
1: not listening to my <laughs> show right now.
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> anyhow, um, so you started making beats on Acid? Yeah. Uh, acid Pro, the, for, the the program. Yeah. And and like sampling and looping and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Did you get good at it?
1: I think so. With Avion? Yeah.
0: So you started rapping. Yeah. What were your raps like?
1: Well, I even have, I mean, I have some raps from when I was like 10 years old online. Like oh, Me yeah. dissing uh, Little Bow Wow. Wait, wait, wait. Stuff. I, I
0: have a memory coming back now from our first podcast where, like, weren't you on one of your mom's, like, the B sides of one of your mom's yeah, records, yeah. Sing, like, rapping or something? Or what were you doing? Singing? Yeah, uh,
1: singing, yeah.
0: That's so tight. I was
1: like four or some shit. That's
0: fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. So you have raps from when you were 10 years old dissing Little Bow Wow. Yeah. That's mean. Why it's, are you dissing Bow Wow? I
1: mean, I'm like, no. I mean, whatever I'm fucking 10 yeah, I don't know kid. I'm you're like just rhyming I'm like yeah. he's not a boss he's a loss he shops at Ross <laughs> he can't toss a dog damn like, that was so, like,
0: fucking bars dude. some
1: Dr. Seuss bars right there that was Ella pop bars. on pop
0: in January, I was coming back from a flight from somewhere, and I don't know if I told this story in the podcast already, but as we're landing, there's, like, in the baggage area, all this fucking paparazzi shooting somebody, and it was some uh, some fucking gorgeous girl that has an MTV show, but I can't remember, like, what her name was. Uh. Uh, Victoria something? Victoria something? Anyway... She walks by, hell of paparazzi, follow her out, yada, yada, yada. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh man, all right, well, I'll see you guys. So, cause I was with a couple other people and my car was up, upstairs and I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta get going. So I head up to my car and as I'm walking uh, on the third floor of the parking structure, this, I see these like two people from a distance and one is this very tall, light-skinned black girl, just gorgeous. I'm like, then I'm like looking like, who is this like supermodel that's about to walk by me, you know? And, um. And then she's with a shorter person who I thought from a distance, it looked like maybe it was a lesbian with braids or something, you know? Yeah. And, then, and then as they walk by, it's actually Bow Wow and like a really pretty girl. Oh, there's wow. no paparazzi following him at all. And I was like, oh, poor Bow Wow.
1: You should have tipped him off.
0: Yeah. I was like, yo, downstairs dog. You should oh. be like,
1: Bow Wow. Oh my God. I was like,
0: yo, Thad. I think he goes by Thad now. Anyway, oh, wow. None of this was a diss like the 10 year old Crayshon dissed you. No. Okay. So.
1: I definitely was in love with him.
0: Were you? Yes. And so that was like you throwing rocks trying to flirt at him like, yeah. hopefully
1: he'll hear my It's like, Yeah, it's like the way a 10-year-old flirts, it's like right. pinching the guy in front right, of me. Like, right, right. It's like... Pfft
0: right so you're making your raps on acid and at this point do you is this when you started like learning to film videos or what
1: i don't know i had like a vhs camera and i was just like fucking around yeah so yeah i met that guy malio we're yeah. painting oh yeah, Amalio, yeah. we're painting we're making crazy music all day all night just like constantly and um i ended up quitting ikea and just like selling drugs
0: yeah what? And being a
1: pimp molly and, or what ecstasy yeah that's that that's like my thing was selling ecstasy i was being very a, reliable being a pimp how
0: like you're like slanging a malian's dick or what like hey girl come over
1: no so like you had oh, a chick oh wait also you know uh Gita Gita speak daily no she's a female rapper okay too. yeah she she's his twin sister oh okay. I, like it was like really late reference okay so wait what oh i was my pimping day
0: yeah who are you pimping how are you pimping someone
1: um so you're so
0: small i don't feel like you'd be a good enforcer
1: (laughs) so uh, somehow at 18 i just lose it pretty much and i like start stripping really for like a week i do i I do two days and well because it's not i don't even think it counts as stripping if you did it twice yeah
0: That's like a wild weekend. Yeah,
1: yeah, pretty much. So I tried it and it was trash. I hated it. Yeah, and um, so then I met, meet these girls and they're like, "Oh, you want to make money, man." You know, it's like the
0: stripper girls said this.
1: Well, they no, they were oh. just some friends of mine. Yeah, and um, they they were ready. Yeah, they they knew what they wanted to do. They and this was like a time when like money and rap and all that stuff was like really a thing. Hitting girls over the head like, you got to make money. Yeah. You got to be a hoe, you know? Wow, yeah. So it was very, like. You better
0: get naked in this video. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: that moment, like, everything in rap was shaping all these girls. And it was changing from, like, models in the video and looking high class to, like, let's get the hoes in there right so
0: like bet on cut type shit yeah
1: everyone wanted to be a hoe and these girls wanted to do it and i was like well like i'll post your ads for you if you want we'll do it out of my shitty little apartment that i have and i think we did it like for a week or two and then they're like oh we met some guys can they come over and drink and i'm like yeah like we've been good like rewards like come through we'll have a party yeah they are the craziest gorilla pimps I've ever seen. They come into the house like they knew what was going on. They take me outside like, look, we know what the fuck is going on. You can't handle this shit.
0: Whoa. And they
1: take them. Take them to Miami. Whoa. Yeah. And I was f- I was really freaked out by the whole thing because they were scary. And they yeah. knew where I lived. And they were, like, freaking cussing me out. Like. Yeah. So I moved to L.A. for a little bit. Yeah. And I was staying with my great-grandpa and my grandpa- and wow that was like an end of a chapter right there
0: <laughs> that's the craziest end of a chapter that's like a cliffhanger ending with the gorilla pimps shipping your fucking your, your brothel girls off to miami yep. that's wild yeah so your stripping lasted for two days and your pimping lasted for a week
1: yeah I and mean, then i was like i'm going down a horrible path with my life you know like yeah. i was so happy i was creating music painting i had a job my apartment yeah and i'm like yo
0: What do you do in L.A. when you get here? Uh,
1: I end up getting a job at this store called Japan L.A. on Melrose. Oh, yeah, yeah. I
0: know where that's at. Yeah.
1: And so I set some roots down on melrose and yeah. i was working there for a long time and
0: how long is a long time in your world at this point
1: long time is like six months
0: okay and so is this where you kind of start meeting like the the cool la kids because yeah. at that time melrose was like what fairfax is now
1: yeah melrose is really cool
0: fairfax that wasn't cracking yet no. melrose was the yeah. shit at that point and now melrose is this is all very like regional la shit but now yeah. melrose is kind of dead ish and yeah. fairfax is super cracking yep so you start meeting all the cool people in L.A.?
1: Yeah. And
0: you're, like, what, 19, 18, 19?
1: I'm 19.
0: When do you start filming videos and stuff? Because isn't that how, like, the the rise to, like, your yeah. rapping really that's started? Yeah, that's when everything
1: just, like, went super fast. Yeah. So I started filming videos. I came back to the Bay from L.A. Yeah,
0: what was the catalyst for that choice? Um, <sighs> We got time.
1: Tell it. Yo, this story yeah. is so crazy. I just told this story to a couple of my friends the other day, and they yeah. were like, what? Yeah. So, the catalyst for this, um, I'm happy. I'm in LA. I'm working. Yeah. I'm riding my bikes and, you know, hanging out with the fixie guys. Oh, and, yeah. you know, I had a cool bike and right. everything was cool. And um, I wonder
0: if I ever met you. You, you know, you might because I, I knew
1: Peekaboo for, for a long time back then. Wait, there. who's Peekaboo? Uh, Damon. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: I never met Damon back then though. Oh, okay. uh, not well, not when he was riding bikes, I don't think, but I I, I did know Damon, but not through the bike scene.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if he was I just remember he was in the cuz I was in the Art Kid Robot right, vinyl right, Toy Right, right, right. And too. I never
0: really I never really crossed into the vinyl toy scene that yeah. much. I moved to LA in like uh, 07.
1: Oh, so, so yeah.
0: I might have just, I might have just missed you. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, see, I'm I'm L A O G now. Oh,
0: I'm my back. bad, <laughs> my bad. I was up in Santa Barbara. You feel me? Okay, so what's the catalyst? oh, the That's crazy the story. story? Yeah, the story the that you're story. gonna tell. Yeah.
1: So, um,
0: you're riding your bike and you're happy.
1: Yeah, I'm walking up La Brea one day and this red car comes up to me. And you know how it is in LA. It's like, oh, you want a ride, babe? Yeah. So this guy, like, pulls over, like, oh, Melissa, Melissa. Aren't you Melissa? And I'm like, no, I'm not. And he's like, Melissa, Mel-. I'm like, no, I'm not Melissa. He's like, no, you were in a modeling thing. You were in a modeling thing. I was like, no, that wasn't me. He's like, well, you look like you should be in this campaign. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay. And I uh, get in the car.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, you like, oh campaign? Let me, let me yeah. hear this out. So I
1: get in the car and he's like, let me take some pictures of you. So we're, like, pulling over, taking yeah. pictures here, taking pictures there. and then he's like, oh yeah, like I got a Bluetooth camera, like I'm sending these pictures to like my assistant, and at that time that technology wasn't there, and yeah. I knew that because I'm a technology queen, so I'm yeah. like, dude, this is fishy. He's on the phone, like, oh yeah, she looks great, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, all right, they want you to be the new model for Honda. They're ready to pay you one million dollars tonight <laughs> and give you a car. And I'm like. Pfft. Like, get me he the said, fuck he out said, of here. He said, it's all
0: going to come from my cousin, who's a Nigerian prince. Yeah, like. <laughs> no, it was
1: such bullshit. And yeah. I'm like, yo, this is going downhill. So I have a knife in my pocket and I pull it out. Like, Whoa. take me home. Get me, like, drop me off. or on the freeway. Yeah. I'm like, you know, let me out the car. Let me out the car. He's like, oh, like, you don't, you know, he's like playing me. He's like, you don't want to miss this opportunity. Like, you don't be dumb. And he's just crazy. Yeah. So, like, I flash the knife, I'm like, drop, get me the fuck out of here, blah, blah, blah. So, Why do you
0: have a knife instead of mace?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I mean, macing him while he's driving I don't know, yeah, wouldn't I don't know, have but, been that I mean, great stabbing
0: would have been great either. But also, like, knives are such a dangerous weapon to have. Because well, he freaked you're so, out, he kind of
1: you... freaked out, and yeah. he let me out the car. Yeah. And then maybe, like, a couple days later, I'm watching the news, and they're like... Man, a red truck poses as photographer, rapes, and Whoa. sodomizes three 16-year-old girls. And I'm like... Holy shit. And I look at the picture, and I'm like, that's him. I was in that car. I was with him. Whoa. Like, that was me. Whoa. And I was so freaked out that I, like, left L.A. the next day. I was so freaked out. Told my boss the whole story. She was like, I don't know. You get the fuck out of here. Like,
0: that's so crazy. <laughs> it was
1: really horrible.
0: Holy shit. So yeah. you just, like, what, catch the bus the next day or yeah. something? And, and what was the plan?
1: Um, I don't know. What happened when I came back? Uh, I mean, I was probably still st- selling drugs. Yeah. Uh, I, re- I remember...
0: Did you ever run into the gorilla pimps again, or they just left you alone?
1: No, I never ran into them. Thank I goodness. I never saw them, yeah. Thank goodness. I mean, it's crazy because, like, I've run into all these people and met all these people in my lifetime. Yeah. And then this whole, like, Sean thing happens. Yeah. And it's like, they... I know these people that hate me, or I have beef with, or just like are seen me yeah. as Krayshawn. Right. But it's just weird because I don't want to see them. Ever. Right. Right. <laughs> like, right. I'm terrified of running. There's a lot of people that I'm just terrified of running into. That right. like I know they will kill me.
0: Yeah. That's a that's a scary thought. <laughs> yes. being in the like, you know, being in the public eye like that way, it's got to be like fucking terrifying to think, yeah. uh, like, oh, maybe in this crowd that I have been announced, yeah. you know, some there's somebody there's that will one be,
1: pimp who yeah. wants to like right. kill me right, right. in the crowd.
0: <laughs> Let's get into the music shit because yeah. we've already been going like almost an hour. Uh, the time flies and these that's are all amazing.
1: Insane. We
0: like to talk. We're good at it. Okay, so i want to tell you the first way i found out about you i saw the video where you're on the rooftop and you're like uh bumby like bumby. looking so elegant right on an elephant Best song ever i actually thought i was like i don't like this song that's me, me being honest Best with you. i, was song like, I ever. don't like this song but i was like the elegant elephant line was actually pretty tight <laughs> i was like that's fucking that's that's smart that was clever <laughs> so i saw that video and i think it might be because maybe speak showed me it yeah and was like yo this girl has got it and at this point, Speak had, in my, I've known Speak since he was 17. Like, so I was, oh, wow. I, I met him a long time ago because I'm a few years older than him. So I, I knew him, I was like maybe 21 and he was 17. To that point, he was the first person who told me about little B and I was mm-hmm. like, I don't get it. But then it blew up. Yeah. And he told me about Wiz Khalifa and I was like, this is tight. And then it blew up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, and so he was telling me, yo, I found this girl, her name is Sean, and like, she's a genius and she's got it. Yeah. And like, we're going to, and like, something's going to happen with it. And I was like, I see it. And she's cute. I don't really get it, but I kind of believe you. And then the next thing I knew, you were blowing up. So, like, take me through that. How did you guys meet? Like, what happens?
1: Um, Speaks. He contacted me through the internet, and he wanted me to direct a music video for him. Yeah. So I came down to L.A., and we shot a music video, and I was hanging out with his friends and his whole scene, and his friends so he hit me up like i want to write music with you yeah and i'm like yeah i mean like i rap and bumpin bumpin was kind of like it was rap but it wasn't like bars 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 right, you know right. what i'm saying and at that point it was just kind
0: of this cute kitschy rap yeah kind at that of, point you know? i was
1: just freestyling yeah yeah right i was always wrote poetry so i would just that was the other thing told me he, was like, she ha-
0: he was like she has like s- dozens of tapes where it's just her freestyling for like forever and yeah. i'm like oh that's cool yeah yeah
1: i had no idea how to construct a song right so he was like i'm gonna teach you how yeah and we made a song together called Art Goon, and that was, like, the first time we, like, sat down and did music other than that. Like, I would film for him. Yeah. And then he was like, yo, I was up in the bay. He was like, I want to send you this song. Yeah. So he sends me Gucci Gucci, and I'm like, this is tight. Yeah. I'll rap this. This is dope. Like, so I do the song, and then... Where'd
0: you guys find the beat? Did he uh, he have that? I I had had the the beat. Yeah.
1: I had the beat because basically V Nasty started rapping. Yeah. And I was just rapping for fun, but I was really putting all my time into engineering her stuff. I would call her to come over and be like, you need a rap. I was online, like, Be Nasty's number one rapper. Yeah. You know, like, send her beats. And then DJ Two Stacks, who made the Gucci Gucci beat, he had been sending us beats. Yeah. And I only went to him. Where was he
0: based out of at the time? Staten Island. Oh, so he's in New York. Yeah. Okay.
1: And we just had an internet thing. I was just like, to me, he was just like, some guy on the internet, he was just sending us beats, and he had the fire beats. So I only went to him at one point. So I got that that beat, and I sent him the beat, and then he wrote to the beat.
0: sent Speak the Beat? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so then Yeah,
0: that beat, I mean, it was like magical as well. Yeah. Great beat. Yeah. Did it already have the vocal sample in it? Yeah. But wasn't that – was that you on the vocal sample? Yeah.
1: It was a sample from Bumpin' Bumpin'.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay, that's right. The one big room. Right. Full of bad bitches. Okay. Yeah. Yeah so, yeah, yeah,
1: so we mix up the song and record it and then um, – I don't know. Then everything just kind of went crazy. I mean we shot the music video in L.A.
0: How fast is it when you send him the beat? What he sends it back in a week, a day? I don't or, remember. Like, pretty I don't quick really though, remember, yeah. and you record it like as soon as you hear it, you're like, oh, I got to record this. Well, yeah,
1: because I met my manager Stretch because I was filming music videos for one of his artists. Yeah, and then somehow I told him, oh yeah, I like make music too. And then he, I showed him "Bumpin' Bumpin'" and some of my mixtape stuff. Yeah, and he was like, I'll get you some studio time. Yeah, so that's when we record "Gucci Gucci" and all the other songs.
0: And when he, heard, when he heard that, was he already like just, oh, we got we Well, got yeah, because I go
1: into the studio with Gucci Gucci, and he's like,
0: what the fuck?
1: This is dope. Yeah. like We got the dream team right here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We got Speaks with me, Two Sex with me, and we're all dialed in yeah. at this moment. We're dialed in. We're all working together.
0: Was Speak at the studio with you too? Not when we recorded. No, okay, so you recorded just off of like a, a, yeah. a demo tape or something of his, yeah. right? Okay, yeah.
1: Well, no, he just sent me like the words, and then we switched things around oh, to okay. make it more like... Yeah, my life, right? But right, it was right. pretty on point with my life because at that point we were hanging out. Yeah, we've been in the studio together. He knows how I am, what right. I usually rap about, right so.
0: right? so, you guys record that, and Stretch is like, Okay, shit, let's get the ball rolling. Yeah, and then
1: I mean, because at that point, Stretch. Hadn't really managed anybody to the capacity that I was at. Yeah. So everything but he, but, was new for everybody. But also
0: he's like an OG in the game, right? Yeah, he he's,
1: managed Mac Dre, yeah. Mr. Fab. You yeah, know, like, like he's
0: a big dude yeah. in the Bay. Well, oh, like Literally yeah. a like big the, dude, too. He's like yeah. the guy the He's the, the man. Bay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: If, if he touches you, like, you are guaranteed some kind of success because he knows what is going to work, Right. You know?
0: So... You guys record Gucci Gucci, and it's like boom, we got to make a fucking video for this. All right.
1: After we recorded it, it was like, yeah, we got to make a video. We make a video. I didn't like the edits, so it's, the video kind of sat for a couple months, and then it was like arguing over the video, and then we're like, all right, fuck it, let's just release it.
0: Yeah. And, and you hadn't put it. the audio out anywhere before. You just release it straight to video, right? I think so. And it just went fuck- probably. It I mean, that's went- probably
1: why it went like insane because it, went kaboom, it was like, like a double whammy, like yeah. who, huh, what?
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no totally <laughs>
1: yeah
0: i remember seeing it just because like i hadn't talked to speak in a few weeks or whatever yeah and i was at home in alaska visiting family on like a shitty laptop with really shitty internet yeah and i just remember seeing like uh you know check out Krayshawn's video gucci gucci is going viral blah 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 and i like watch and i go oh my god this is the girl that speak told me about yeah. and i was like and i was doing the Knox he show at the time i was like i have to get home and like get this girl on the yeah. show immediately and that's what we did and so When it starts going crazy, what happens?
1: Everything changed. I mean, I went from having, like, nothing. Yeah. And I had just moved to L.A. and I was probably—I moved to L.A. to do videos. I was like, I'm going to sneak my way into any type of set and be a grip or whatever, just anything— Fucking get the coffee, get the bagels. That's what I moved to L.A. for. Yeah. So when the music thing was secondary to me, Uh I wasn't focused on it. I just dropped out of film school to focus on film. Right. And then so it was just wild that everything just shifted direction for me. Yeah. And quickly. I mean, it was like we dropped the song and within the next day I was already... Going to labels. Yeah, it was like and, a household
0: name overnight. It yeah. really was like an overnight fucking crazy yeah. thing. Well,
1: because even at that time, like viral music videos. So new. Were so new. Odd Future was like the first viral music Dude. video I saw. And I remember watching the numbers go up yeah. and being like, I have no idea who they are. And I'm just watching them get numbers and that's you know it's crazy well and i
0: always say like dude the year 2000 from from 2010 to 2011 it was such a pivotal year in in the digital music industry kind of because that was the time when like all of a sudden videos became the most important thing like a song didn't exist if it didn't have a video at that point you know i mean if Mm -hmm. you were, were just releasing audio you were an idiot basically yeah but then also it was like The first time where the labels felt like we don't understand this. We don't have a grasp on this. And all of a sudden the popular music is like not in our hands. What do we do? So they start scooping everybody up instantly. And so the labels must have instantly wanted to scoop you up. Yeah. What were your first label meetings like?
1: It was hard because how Gucci Gucci was made was very different from how I usually make things. Uh Usually I make my own beat. And I freestyle for 12 hours, and I cut the best parts out, <laughs> right. and, and, and that's how I was right. doing it. Right, Or I was only engineering for Be Nasty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was very confusing for them because they were like, we want to make you – Yeah, super pop and whatever. And Nicki Minaj
0: was really big at the time and they are probably looking for competition with like female rappers. I
1: mean, it was so, that female rap like was was so random. You know, that's like, not only was like, she's a female rapper and she's white and she's tiny and she's hood and she's from Oakland, but she's on Fairfax. She's smoking weed. It's like it was way too much for them to handle. Right. And they tried to break me down into something simpler. Yeah. And then... It didn't work. Who did, who,
0: who did you sign with?
1: Columbia. With
0: Columbia. Yeah. What other acts did they have on the roster at the time?
1: Um, Do you remember? I don't know. I remember, like, coming up with, like, T-Mills. Okay, And yeah. I don't know if Big Sean was on Columbia, but I was always around Big Sean. Yeah, yeah. We'd always be, like, in the same place. Okay, and right.
0: So when you sign with Columbia, and that's the other thing that happened around the 2010s, is, like, everybody was talking about advances. Like, that yeah. was, like, public information. So yeah. I just remember being, like everything on twitter is like oh, gray sean signs a million dollar million deal they signed her for a million dollars what was that what's it like seeing your fucking business out in the streets like that um
1: well it was crazy because i mean you don't get a million dollars the money literally only goes to fund your project project yeah and then you do get a chunk i yeah. mean i went from zero to a hundred so yeah. i was like this is crazy yeah i first thing i did with my money is like i bought a game boy
0: Okay, that seems like and I had no idea like what not, I was doing. Not balling enough to no. me. I was hoping you'd be like, "Oh, first thing I did with my money was like I bought a car." No. Bought a Game Boy.
1: I literally didn't buy a car until like last year. Right. But um yeah, it was just crazy and then
0: Did the labels know like who had written the song?
1: Yeah, they knew. And what did they, they say? Knew.
0: Were they like, "Let's get him in the studio?" Yeah. Or? yeah. So then what happens? Like my
1: first session yeah. with the money and my first studio session yeah. and like the Hollywood yeah, studio yeah. in Santa Monica. I'm not joking you. There it was Me speaks in two sacks and yeah. About so they move 30. they move
0: Mike out here yeah yeah
1: like there there had to be like thirty grown men in that place
0: Shut and I'm up. the only
1: girl and I get really uncomfortable in studios yeah. because it'll be like ten guys and just me yeah
0: even right now there's five dudes and, and it you.
1: makes me uncomfortable yeah. at some point well, I'm sorry that especially would make you when like I mean no it's cool. you guys are cool and I'm over that yeah, I'm yeah. over that because I've been in these situations a million times right. in a room full of guys right not bad bitches and. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, it was really nerve-wracking, and then Speaks was there, and he was really, like, I mean, when Speaks wanted to help me, he made it clear that he wanted to, I don't know. He didn't, at that point, I didn't know that he wanted to be a rapper, and I Mm -hmm. didn't know that he wanted the spotlight, and I didn't really understand that because I'm busy. I'm doing film school. I'm doing all this other shit. Rap wasn't my main thing. Yeah. And so when everything kind of blew up, it kind of turned into him wanting to prove to everybody that, like, I'm the guy. I'm uh, the guy you sought after. This yeah. is me. I'm, uh, like, creator. Yeah. And that's where we just started clashing, and things didn't make sense to him. And money—you don't make money on a song until, like, two years after it comes
0: right, out. Right, right.
1: So we really clashed on that. and yeah. And then everything just fell apart.
0: So what falls apart? You guys start having creative differences? Not creative no. differences. No. Differences. Just differences. It was not creative. Yeah, yeah. As
1: far as creative, at one point we were all dialed in. Yeah. But we were all yeah. separated. Yeah. Mikey was in New York, Speaks was in LA, I was in the Bay. So everything was easier that way. But once we all got in a room and you got labeled people and money and everything and the pressure and is on the too. lights, yeah, yeah. F- pressure and I have no idea what's I I'm riddled with anxiety at this right. point. My anxiety is peaked. And so everything just went to shit. Yeah. Very quickly.
0: So what starts happening when it goes to shit? Like, is interpersonal relationships start to fall apart?
1: Yeah. We fell apart. Yeah. Music wasn't being made and I just went on tour. Yeah. And I was touring the songs that I had, my mixtape stuff, and that lasted a, a while. I mean, it lasted like a year until I was like... They were like, Okay, you gotta make your album. Right. Speaks wasn't gonna be a part of it. Right. He already thought that like I screwed him over. He he he
0: pulled himself out or the label pushed him out or No, he pulled himself out. He it
1: got to the point where he like lawyered up and everything Mm. and thought that we were trying to rob him. Mm. And that wasn't even the case. Like I broke him off money from my personal money to him and I mean, I understand where he came from because at that point, I had no idea what was going on either. We all probably got yeah, robbed. Yeah, you guys are all. You guys are all kids. We all got robbed at the end of the day. Right. So, I mean, now that things have passed, he sees he's seen the money. Yeah, he's got the the money that he. Thought he didn't get, he got it now. Right, and that's only because like as cat, be my all that shit like takes right. years. It all gets you know out. what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: yeah. It just takes a while for royalties yeah. to start really. Partying. But no one understood well, that, particularly with a song that fucking big. Because and I it was mean, only
1: one song.
0: Yeah, you know,
1: it wasn't like a lifetime of career. You know, right. it was one song. And so right,
0: on. first off, how are you feeling uh, as you're on tour? You, you already said that blacked there, out. there's anxiety like, I'm blacked
1: out with anxiety. Really? I was sick. Did you I was like lost perf- weight I was like 80 pounds. I was like I was fucked.
0: Did you hate performing? I hated it really? I hated everything. Really?
1: Everything was just horrible at that time The
0: spotlight? You hated the spotlight? I hated
1: it yeah. I said the wrong thing every day You did.
0: You said a lot of wrong oh shit. Oh my
1: god All the time.
0: I remember uh, I'm not trying to like call you out on shit But I remember like watching the fuck Cause this is after I had met you yeah. and I was like dude She really does have it the, Like full transparency, when I met you, I was like, Whoa, like, yeah, it makes sense that she's blowing up. She's like so fucking like just cool. Like, you have a cool aura about you, you feel me? And so then I was watching you on like the MTV Music Awards or something and like doing the interviews, and I was like, Oh man, like people are gonna have a field day with this tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I did the wrong
1: thing all the time
0: yeah yeah what were some of the wrong things that i you just did had that, so
1: much anxiety that i was just trying to get shit over with or i don't know yeah i don't know what was going through in my had life. you
0: ever performed before the song came out no and so you went the first time you performed you didn't get a rush you just no. like hated it
1: i was uh, no i hated it
0: that's so funny because most people i feel like that's their drug you know what i mean yeah
1: no i get on stage and i rock it and i yeah. do a good job on stage but trust me i'm blacked out
0: yeah yeah, you know, <laughs> that's so funny,
1: but yeah,
0: so you go on tour for a year. And at this point is the label like, all right, well, we got to we got to make something do an album.
1: I wanted to do an album first off. Yeah, like I wanted to go sit down. Let's do an album. So then I started rushing myself as soon as I had time in the studio. Yeah, I wrote my whole album myself. Really? I rushed it. I only worked with one producer.
0: Who was the producer?
1: Uh, Free School. Okay. Jean Baptiste. Uh-huh. And I. I just sat with them the whole time because I met a lot of producers and they were the only ones that I actually caught a vibe with. Right. And I just feel like shit. Like,
0: And does anything... Do you feel like anything had the... I mean, obviously nothing blew up like Gucci Gucci, but did yeah. you feel like you were able to hit the same vibe as Gucci no. Gucci ever? Like, it was I was just, not
1: even on the same planet I was when It was just I was like a,
0: the ma- a magic I moment. I rushed it. Yeah, I, yeah.
1: I, I, like, literally, if I did sit down and say, I'm going to go after producers that I do like, I'm really going to, like, form a sound with this. Yeah. My album could have been a million times better, but right. I rushed the shit out of it because all of a sudden there was all these female rappers coming out left yeah. and right, and they're like, I'm coming out with an album next week. I'm coming out with an album next month.
0: That's really how it was. I remember at the time yeah. being like, oh, there's no there's no female rappers, and then all of a sudden it was like everyone was Dude, looking I- for the answer to Crayshon. Yeah, You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it was really hard and i was like i need to come out with something asap because it's already been a year since gucci gucci came out everyone's waiting yeah. so i'm like i need to shit this out as quick as i can yeah
0: how long do you think it took you when you actually sat down and did it like a week two weeks what do you mean i mean
1: like three months three
0: months yeah that's still quick as that's shit it really takes, me, takes, me, three years. It takes me three years yeah. especially
1: when you're literally writing the whole thing yourself. Yeah, yeah so i didn't I don't
0: know. How do you feel? How did you feel about... Like, were you happy while you were in the studio or just felt still anxiety? I was
1: on a lot of syrup.
0: Oh, really? I was, like, so in started, a syrup phase. Yeah, so you're just leaned was, out the whole time. Yeah. So, like, damn near blacked out the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. When you have it done, what's the reaction from the label?
1: Um, I mean, that's when everything just started switching. Like, we want you to dance. We want you to have long hair. We want you to... Be cute, and it's kind of like my songs just kind of formed that way because I was rushing them, yeah. So I was keeping it very simple, you know what I'm saying? And so they were just like, Let's work this pop angle. The producers that I w- was working with were working with like Britney Spears and uh, shit like that. So yeah. that sound, and that I mean, I don't listen, I don't even listen to the type of music that I made, yeah, in my spare time, yeah. I wish I could have recreated the music that I do listen to. Yeah, but well,
0: because I think that was the that was the that was the magic behind Gucci Gucci was that like you guys all of you guys influences were like yeah,
1: it was there. it was apparent
0: like yeah. it's like oh she's like a fucking turfed out rapper and like you know what I mean and, I mean like, yeah
1: we were making music for us and
0: it was like it was like a futuristic beat and now that was I'm making still... music
1: for everyone exactly and exactly I just did it I just did it the best way I think I could do it yeah is to make. Music that everyone can listen to Right But I guess I don't know
0: <laughs> So they hear And they start They start telling you About your appearance And they're like We want you to grow your hair out We want you to dance we'll Let's do this yeah. pop angle And how are you feeling about it? You're like I'm This isn't shutting me.
1: Like I'm shutting everything down I'm shutting everything down Yeah there, You know Then you start doing The radio shit And I was going on All these shows Arizona North Dakota Doing all these Free radio shows That were exhausting me And I hated it So I started shutting Those things down I was yeah. just Slowly shutting everything down, and, this the time, and then at
0: this time, the buzz is probably starting to go away a little bit too. Well,
1: not really, because my album was coming out, coming out. so it was it was uh, it went from like organic buzz, yeah. with Gucci Gucci. Yeah. My buzz was organic to
0: like the marketing, to the buzz. marketing, yeah. buzz.
1: so I was still buzzing, yeah, and I was still. I was doing my covers, my GQ yeah, yeah. spreads, my oh, complex right. covers and all that.
0: Were you still online? Did you pay attention to like yeah. – did you like ever feel backlash? Did you, like did yeah. you, do you take things to heart? Yeah. Were you very like sim- like empathetic to these yeah. things of like – Well,
1: there's like – you know that comedian Andy Kaufman? Yeah, yeah. And he like died of like cancer or something. Yeah. He used to say that like his haters gave him cancer. Yeah. And I used to convince myself that I was gonna die from cancer. Just from all the negative energy. From all the negative energy. So I started shutting myself out of it and pulling back from it and that's when I stopped doing shit. I was just like, I'm pulling back from this. Like this is too intense for me. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I remember seeing you at parties during that time, but you would always wear like a face mask or something. Yeah, like you would you put a bandana over your face yeah. or wear like some kind of weird shit, and I'd be like, "Who is this person?" They're like, "Oh my god, it's Gray and I'd be like, ugh
1: I was yeah. just like, nobody talked to me. Well, I please. felt I felt like, sad, uh, that, <laughs> and that was the whole
0: thing. Is I was like, man, I fucking feel bad for her. like you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I I could tell that you were like hiding out just because you didn't want the attention. You know what I mean? But I
1: still want to like be, be mean and enjoy be out, a moment, because you were out. You, know? you were
0: always out here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, uh, that sucks. Yeah. So when does it become the idea to like, okay, the album's done. We're going to put it out in Hot Topic. (laughs) Tell me about this. I
1: think that was a stealthy move by the label to say, hey, like, fuck you for like denying us all this shit. Like, who does that? Right. Who does that? What is Hot Topic? I've never heard of such a thing. This is not the like 90s. Like, what? Yeah. So, yeah, they put it out on Hot Topic, and then the day of the album release, Hot Topic doesn't stock them. So, like, nobody nobody I know personally got yeah. a physical copy.
0: Yeah. That's crazy.
1: It is really weird.
0: So, like, people are going out looking for it, but it just doesn't actually yeah. exist. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so then the whole, like, Chris Sean like, lowest hip-hop sales of all time, yeah. that that was, like— the, the crush that was like the
0: well and it was funny because i was like i've released albums that have sold a lot less than that
1: they definitely have <laughs> but it was just like a meme it like was, i became a meme you really you did and,
0: and that's the whole thing you know like when i was email when i was emailing you back and forth about trying to do this i was like you know i want to put a fucking human side back to christian in this interview because or like not that this is like some well you literally thing. have
1: like my whole life story
0: yeah well and so here's my well so here's my thing is that like The term Crayshon became like a meme in and of itself almost, which is terrible because like you're a fucking bright girl. You're a cool person. And it's like, that's fucked up. like, that's gotta be a big blow. And and, like, did you kind of like feel like going into hiding after that? Like, well, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Well, like my creativity was like stifled and it wasn't even till like maybe a couple months ago that it came back. Yeah. But like it literally, I was just like so beat down because all these people thought like I was just some girl who was like made up by a label right. and stuff like that but then you hear my life story and that's like all this stuff goes back to like age four right. you know what i'm saying right, so right. it definitely like demeaned me and like discredited anything that yeah. i've ever done
0: well because that's the crazy shit is like it, you know i live in la and i'm around and i and i see you around and i and I, and then here doing the interview even in 2011 and like learning the human side to you once that like you were it was like you were a cool internet thing and then but then once it goes to just like a cool everywhere thing like yeah. once fucking soccer mom Jessica knows about yeah. you in fucking you know Seattle or whatever yeah. like then all of a sudden everything gets simplified and they go oh this is just some girl that like the yeah. labels made up and it's it's shitty to fucking it's I don't know. It just it always like, I always rooted for you because I was like, ah that's, that's some bullshit the way that they're portraying her. Yeah. Know? Anyway, that was me being very empathetic when your creativity was stifled. Like what happens? Do you go into a deep depression or something?
1: Well, so like, you know, the album comes out and then I tore the album.
0: Yeah. How and does then, that go? It was good. Yeah.
1: How far? At how, that point, I was having fun.
0: How long did you go? I was going go?
1: to Europe. Oh, nice. And I had uh, all all around America tour. I had a group hug tour with. All girls, me, Chippy, Honey, Cocaine, and Rai Rai. Okay. And at that point, I was having a lot of fun. And then I came back home. It was the end of 2012, Mm -hmm. and I got pregnant.
0: Yeah, how does that happen? Sex. You're living. Oh, is that? Is that oh, okay. You uh, can
1: get pregnant on your period. Oh yeah,
0: we were having a, <laughs> <laughs> we were having a lunch conversation about whether or not you get pregnant on your period. Yeah. So you got you have a kid. You get pregnant. Yeah. You're like living down. Da- you're living downtown or something. Just haven't hanging out. Or what I was, was
1: living in like like what. I don't know Larchmont or something. Oh yeah, Larchmont's very nice area. Very nice area.
0: I love that place. It's a wonderful place to go catch brunch. Yeah. Tell you. Yeah. So you're living in Larchmont, and then the guy who birthed your biggest song also birthed my
1: baby. Helps you
0: birth the baby. So
1: crazy, right? Full circle. That
0: is crazy. Were you guys already an item back in the day? Like no, we no. Yeah. Not even. How did that come about? Uh, pff,
1: I like put on Tumblr like boyfriend applications, like fill out a boyfriend <laughs> application plus send dick pic.
0: Oh shit! He and he both. actually
1: sent one, and then I was like reading his profile, and I was like, I mean, I know we do have a, a lot of in common. and I was like, mm, this picture is nice, so like,
0: I, I cannot tell if you're. I'm, I hope I'm
1: one hundred percent serious. <laughs> <laughs> so funny.
0: Why didn't I see this application? Oh, oh man,
1: you missed no, out. No, I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> So were you you guys were were you guys dating for a while before you got pregnant or was it just Well like he
1: a, just moved in.
0: Oh. Oh he just moved in and because we were that. already
1: friends at yeah. that point. So he moved in and then like yeah, we started doing it. Yeah. And then I got pregnant really quick. Maybe like a month or two after wow. he moved in.
0: That is quick.
1: Yeah, and then so uh, Were you
0: still on the label at this point? Yeah. And at this point, when you get pregnant, is the label like, oh, fuck.
1: Well, they didn't know for a minute, and I was working on this, like, MTV reality show. Like, there was a lot of stuff moving and going on, and yeah. then, you know, like, the label found out I was pregnant, and they dropped me two weeks later.
0: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Now, can you lawyer up on that and be like, oh, this is sexual – like this is like sexual inequality or something, gender Uh, inequality?
1: Well, because at that point my contract was up and Uh, I had five options. And
0: they just didn't want to renew?
1: They didn't renew. Yeah. So –
0: Wow. So how was pregnancy?
1: It was really stressful because of that. Yeah. I basically like got fired. Yeah. And I couldn't do anything. And so
0: you're like – all of a sudden it's like, oh, now money is an issue or something. And like what are we going to do?
1: I mean I didn't make – any money like touring or anything like the deal that I had all the money that I would have made off of Gucci Gucci went back to paying back the money
0: you for the touring and for the studio for time all that stuff yeah it was almost like an ad- the paid off your advance yeah yeah so
1: i'm like paying back the money that i could have been making still to this day i don't make yeah so i i i lost I I only got one check and that was it and yeah. I survived 4 years off of that.
0: Wow. So
1: everything just kind of got really stressful after that. Yeah. And my creativity was like zero.
0: Yeah. I feel like living a life with regrets is stupid, but I mean if there is a regret would would you wish you would have stayed independent or like or like I don't know like would it have made more sense to just like do it alone?
1: I don't know. Like, there's no way I could even regret something because everything was so cosmetically intricate with right. like my whole life. Right. There's nothing I could. Because everything go happens back to on. get you to
0: where you are right now. Kind okay. of. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean. But uh, what now? What's the grand scheme for the future?
1: So now yeah. I'm a mom.
0: Yeah, you're a mom. How's that? My
1: son's 18 months.
0: 18 months. So he's probably starting to talk and stuff. Yeah. What are what his first words?
1: Um, kaka.
0: Really, yeah. A a (laughs) child after my own heart. I love poop.
1: Yes, he loves poop.
0: Yeah, that's great. And uh, how is it raising a kid with uh, with DJ Two Stacks? You guys have good times.
1: Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we 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 do a good job.
0: That's good. Yeah, you seem like you'd be a cool mom. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that like you know you grew up with a punk rock star mom, and your kid's gonna grow up with a fucking rap star mom. Yeah. Like it's just funny how life is a circular. Life is circular that way.
1: Life is circular. Yeah.
0: There you go. I love that. Yeah, it's so interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: What's next? The radio show? Yeah, I
1: have a radio show. Yeah. I'm working on a baby clothing line with Ain't Nobody Cool. Oh, really? Yeah, me and Serp. Hey, shout
0: out to Serp. Shout out to Alex. Those are the homies. So me and
1: Serp are working on a baby clothing line that should be like physical by summer for sure
0: i have actually a million dollar uh, baby shirt like a like an idea that would like sell hot cakes that, right. I, that i could like we'll talk, talk
1: about it later i could
0: talk to you guys about it because i told my other friend that owns a baby clothing store i actually know a store that you guys could sell it in if you get if you guys actually end up doing it there's a store uh, shout out to the homegirl celine she has a store called la la lang and oh, nice. they sell like hip baby clothes oh
1: cool yeah
0: so anyway that's tight that you're starting that do you see yourself making any music anymore are you going to uh, do that? I,
1: like, literally talk about making music every day, and I never do it. So you want to? I think so.
0: Yeah. Do you think you would stick with the, like, I'm the in the rap lane or, or like, I feel like uh, Chippy and Kitty have moved on to kind of being, like, EDM singers almost. Yeah? Well, they're,
1: like, making music that they, like, listen to.
0: Yeah. What do you listen to?
1: Like, Jersey Club. Yeah. Juke. Uh-huh. Like, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I don't know. I don't fucking know what the fuck I'm. I'm just trying to make some money. Yeah. Right now, that's like my main focus is like trying to make money, and I know like music doesn't really make money.
0: It's hard, dude. It, me,
1: it only solidifies you to make money in other ways. You, yeah. So. Well,
0: like that's the thing is like you, you know the crazy thing about all of this is like you're the fucking one percent. Like like everybody wants to be a musician. And you're the person who, like, everyone thinks it kind of, like, worked out for for a moment. Yeah. And your story still ended, like, that with the label. And it's, like, music is so fucking hard to maintain a career out of, like. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, if you're good and you stay independent and you have a fan base, then, like, you probably. You
0: kind of can as long as you keep your fucking, uh, I think as long as you keep your outlets diversified and you have income from more than just like yeah. just making the music because you have to you still have to have a lot of different hustles if you want to yeah. be a surviving you gotta
1: music. be booking them shows you basically have to tour like every day of your life to and, make and money.
0: selling hundreds of t-shirts you have so so many shirts and yeah. shit like that's you know? the thing
1: about music is you're paying so many people yeah it's not just you yeah you know what i'm saying you have producers yeah. people who help write engineers people who are pressing the records yeah. Well it's just like mass amounts of people yeah exactly to it, it, managers, it, tour managers exactly. PRs like yeah it's exactly fucking insane,
0: yeah, that's the whole thing is like uh, I don't know, like I put out a record last April and and I think like uh and I put it out independently And I think as well as it did I probably could have lived Just off that royalty money For about a year But the fact of the matter is It took two of us to write So all of a sudden It's like boom That's That check is cut in half 50. and It's not enough to pay For two people No You know what I mean But you know One person could have Survived off it comfort, Comfortably uh, Comfortably Sorry I just had a stroke Uh <laughs> But like, yeah, there's so many people to pay. It's fucking I'm insane. I'm sweating. Yeah, me too. I'm ready to... I have
1: breast sweat I'm and ready I have to wrap no breast.
0: I, uh, I have butt sweat and I have a big ass. say that. Okay. You're very easy to find online, but I always wrap it up by just saying tell the people where they can find you online.
1: Um, well, if you want to listen to our shows live, they're it's- Fridays... 7 p.m.
0: Friday at 7 p.m. on Dash Radio. On Dash
1: Radio on The Cut.
0: On The Cut. That's the channel? On The Cut.
1: That is the channel. That's
0: the channel. So you have to download the app, look for the something, and then find the channel. Uh, You can
1: look it up. If you just... uh, See? It's just too much. Go to lostinthoughts.com. And there you go. I, I, the bet link, you, I bet yeah. you
0: if they follow you on Twitter. They'll which,
1: just see all my shit. Because all I do is spam myself At Kreshawn,
0: right? Yeah. Okay. K-R-E-A-Y-S-H-A-W-N. Very Good. easy. I'm sure if you want to find her radio show, you will tweet about it when it's live. Yeah. All right. I want to thank you so much for coming in. <laughs> thank just-
1: you for... Uh, Extorting my life story. You're welcome. I hope no one writes a book on it. This is my intellectual property. This is what I
0: do every week. No, yeah, it's already copyrighted. You're good. You definitely. I actually, in the middle of hearing your story, I was going like, "You want to make money? Write a fucking book, because like your your story is very much book worthy, and I would definitely read it, even though I've heard it now." So, yeah, thank you guys so much. My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition. You can find me on Twitter at It's Intuition. Find my man behind the boards, Ben Shin, making the shit sound buttery. At I am database, based with two S's. Follow us as a unit at Kinda Neat. I'm good at this, right? Yeah. I have a spiel. You can watch all of our YouTube videos at YouTube.com slash That's Kinda Neat. And uh, this is our two-year anniversary show. Oh, yeah. Hey, thank you. Yeah, we've been going strong for two years. Thank you so much to Daddy Kev and Cosmic Zoo Studio, where we record at. Go to the podcast app. Download it on your phone. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Look for Kind of Neat and subscribe. And every Wednesday, we try to put out an episode. But who the fuck am I kidding? We usually only do one a month now. I'm very sorry about that. But I'm going to get back on to it. (laughs) What a lazy piece of shit. Yes. Uh, But anyways, this is a great episode. I think this is – I think, like – Mission accomplished. I think. Yeah. You now I told- can
1: just be like, you ever want to know my whole Dude, entire life story from birth?
0: So good. But I mean, just here's cl- the thing. Click this link. It was super fucking interesting. You're a great storyteller. Thank you. And uh, I wish you nothing but success in the future. Like I said, my name is Lee. This is Sean, And that was kind of neat.